0: welcome to crime stories of pakistan a podcast that explores the depths into pakistan's true crime i'm your host jehan and today we embark on a harrowing journey into a case that struck fear into the heart of lahore's homeless community let's unravel the case of the notorious brick killer of pakistan amir kayyum was born in 1981. He resided in Lahore, so I'm assuming he was born in Lahore. There is no information about his parents. But Amir Zulfikar, the senior superintendent of police heading this case, had mentioned that Amir's father was blind and Amir had a brother and five sisters. During the time he was living with his family, Amir displayed anger and violence. Due to his uncontrollable violent behavior, it resulted in him being kicked out of school. Again, I do not have any information about what age he started showing this violent behavior or which grade he was kicked out of school. But as he is now spending days on end at home with nothing really to do, he would unleash his frustration and anger on his siblings. SSP Amir Zulfikar stated that eventually at some point, His family became fed up because he would beat his siblings and his father just kicked him out. The SSP states, quote, He has a history of violence and his brother and five sisters claim he is also frequently violent with them and is a psychopath, unquote. Upon his family abandoning him, Amir's maternal uncle, Dr. Shahid, took him in. Again, I'm assuming here, but with his family abandoning him and his uncle taking him in, Amir must have felt a great amount of gratitude and love for his uncle. But unfortunately, on September 25, 2003, Amir, who was now 22, received the news that his uncle Shahid and Shahid's friend, were murdered during a robbery. This must have deeply impacted him, but it must have also heightened his inner rage. On February 28, 2004, the police arrested a suspect named Hafiz Abid for the murder of Dr. Shahid. Upon his arrest, while driving him to the station, in their police van, Hafiz took the gun from the constable sleeping next to him and even though his hands were cuffed behind his back at the time, he somehow managed to shoot himself. His death was officially put down as a suicide under suspicious circumstances. After the death of Dr. Shahid, Amir spent his days washing cars at a popular spot called Liberty Market in Lahore, which gave him an earning of Rs. 130. That's around $0.47. He spent 15 rupees, which is around $0.054, on dinner and lived in a rented room in Shadbhag area of Lahore. It is said that he turned to drugs and became a drug addict during this time. In fact, in 2004, Gujarpura police arrested Amir, but there are no details about why he was arrested or for how long he was arrested. Nowhere does it mention why the SSB presented the story of Dr. Shahid's suspect being arrested. And this makes me wonder... Could there have been a possibility that Hafiz who took his life, who murdered Dr. Shahid, knew that Amir was arrested and that he would have to come face to face with Dr. Shahid's nephew? Is that the reason he took his life? The lack of details really annoys me because I cannot seem to link the two instances of the arrest, but maybe it was mentioned to show that Justice did prevail for Dr. Shahid's murder and it was just unfortunate that the suspect took his own life. One can only speculate because there's such a lack of police reporting and documentation. I do not know when he was arrested. I do not know when he was released. Once he was released, there's nothing really worth mentioning. On 15 June 2005, a body was found on the streets of Lahore. Next to the body lay a brick, a stone, covered in blood. There was nothing left on the victim in respect to their wallet or phone or their CNIC, which is your Pakistani identity card. And when the police started investigating, the very next day, on the 16th of June of 2005, another body was found. Next to the victim lay a brick covered in blood the bricks used to kill the victims that weighed between 10 to 35 kg over the next two weeks the police found eight other victims laying on the streets of lahore their head had been bashed in covered in blood and a brick lying next to them which was also covered in blood. The victims were always found on the side pavements of the road. They were murdered the same way with a brick or a stone that weighed between 10 to 35 kilograms and the murder weapon was always placed next to the victim as though the killer was leaving his signature mark with each crime he committed. As the victims' numbers added on and the investigations were in progress, the police could not find any relatives or family members of the victims. Out of the 10 victims, two victims' family members were traced and contacted. The police realized victims were either laborers, beggars or drug addicts who would sleep on the roads of Lahore. They were all killed in their sleep. Over the next few days, two more victims were found. This makes it 12 victims who were killed in the same manner. And the police now knew for sure that this serial killer was targeting the homeless community of Lahore. There are over 20 million homeless people in Pakistan. That's around 9% of the total population. In addition, around 200,000 people are thought to sleep on the streets. This is reported in an article in 2021. Punjab has the highest proportion of homeless people with 44.1% homeless. This is according to Gallup consensus in 2017. And just by the way, Lahore is in the province of Punjab. When the news spread out that there's a serial killer targeting homeless people, it spread fear and panic in the streets of Lahore. People stopped sleeping on the streets of Lahore because they feared that they, they would be next. On July 10, 2005, the accused had killed a homeless man and this time there was a witness. But somehow the witness was far away and it was dark, the accused managed to run away without being caught. This makes it 13 victims. On July 18, 2005, the accused walked towards United Christian Hospital at 11pm. He saw a person sleeping on the footpath. The accused tried to lift a large stone which was lying around, but the stone was chained to the ground. So he, he left the sleeping homeless man and walked towards Kalmachog for dinner. He ate his dinner and while walking towards his home, which was in Nasirabad, it was around 2.30 a.m., the accused saw another man sleeping on the footpath. This time he picked up a large stone and started bashing the man's head while he was asleep. He wasn't provoked. He wasn't defending himself. This was a completely random attack. Anyone he saw sleeping on the roadside was a victim to his despicable crime. After killing the man, the accused walked on by. And just side note, all of this has been stated by the superintendent of police, Dr. Usman Anwar. The accused then boarded a wagon that took him to Rang Mahal area. Upon his arrival, as he was walking through the streets of the area, he saw another, na- another man named Ishtak sleeping on the footpath. He picked up a stone to hit the sleeping man. But as he started hitting him, Abdul Vakil Khan, a private security guard, noticed him and started screaming for help. Seeing that the accused had caught the security guard's attention, he started running. Abdul Vakeel said, quote, I was on my routine patrol when I saw a man pick up a stone and hit a sleeping man on the head. I immediately caught the culprit from his arm and shouted, killer, killer. But the culprit managed to escape my grip and fled. I screamed again and started chasing him, unquote. A resident in the area heard the commotion and came outside. The resident Essen Khan, he grabbed the man. Essen said, quote, I heard the guard screaming and immediately came out of my house with my brother. I saw a man was running at me, and the guard and other people were chasing and screaming, He is a killer, catch him. I caught the culprit and the guard and others came and helped me. Unquote. Policemen patrolling the area saw the commotion and informed the senior police officials. The victim Ishtaq was rushed through the hospital, who was in serious condition, but thankfully still alive and safe. I'm just thinking, had Abdul Wakil not seen the culprit, he would have been successful in bashing in Ishtaq's head and killing him. So the SSP and SP they took the accused to an unknown location for investigation. And lo and behold, the accused turned out to be 24-year-old Amir Khayyoun. The SP stated that Amir looked drugged and unstable. At the time of Amir's arrest, the police had two other suspects who were in police custody for the murders of the homeless victims. But when Amir Kayum confessed to the murders, and because the police had no evidence, they let the other two suspects go. Kayum said that he was taking revenge from society for his uncle's murder and blamed society for his family being scattered. I don't understand what his family being scattered means here it was his violent behavior and aggression that kept his family away i also don't understand is if this was about revenge then why did he wait two years before committing these horrendous crimes and why would he just target homeless people again this makes me wonder because amir was a drug user and it's very common that drug users know each other within the area so did he know the people who murdered his uncle again it takes me back to the initial speculation of why did Hafiz shoot himself did he know that he was going to meet Amir did he know that Amir had a violent behavior did he know about his like aggression and his anger and he thought it's better to kill myself but again I just have so many questions that are left unanswered despite all the research I've conducted because there's such an there's such an ineffective way of reporting such crimes in Pakistan that it makes it so hard to connect the dots. And one can speculate and assume but nothing can be said with conviction because there is such an immense deficit of documentation for such cases. So within one month, June to July 2005, Amir Khayyum killed 14 homeless people with a brick or stone. SSP Amir Zulfiqar says, quote, he is a psycho and he could do it in a fit of rage. When the police investigating asked why he used his stone to attack his victims, Amir stated, quote, When there are weapons available on the road, why spend money? SSP Amir Zulfiqar stated that during the interview, Amir Kyoum expressed no guilt or remorse. He would play cricket after murdering a person. He has confessed to killing 11 victims. We have found clothes stained with blood and other evidence from his house that have been sent for DNA testing. Amir Kriyum, also known as the brick killer, murdered 14 people with the motive of revenge. Yet he waited two years to attain his revenge. And had he not been caught, I wonder how many more homeless people would he have killed? How many more innocent people would have lost their lives at the hands of this merciless killer? 14 is a big number. Whether they were homeless or didn't have a family or relatives, that's 14 people who were killed in their sleep for no reason. There's no reason. On May 10, 2006, Amir Qayyum, the brick killer, was sentenced to death in Lahore. As of 2018 he still hasn't been hung it's 2023 and there's no documentation there is no report that states if he actually was hung which really makes me question the justice system of pakistan so was it revenge or the effects of being heavily drugged let me know in the comments below thank you for joining me on crime stories of pakistan If you found this episode intriguing, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast for more captivating true crime stories. I value your feedback, so please take a moment to leave your ratings, comments, and suggestions. This is your host Jehan signing off. Stay vigilant, stay compassionate, but stay curious. See you in the next episode.